you're saying that you found this and uh this song has come uh, into my life a couple times i heard it on cbc on radio one day and then uh, we had a night out with the ladies Dixie had it on her iPod and she pulled it up and she was like, oh, you gotta hear this song, it's amazing. And I was like, oh, I've heard this. And now you bring it out of the blue. It's meant to be. She's on Jimmy Fallon as well. Oh. Who is this? Nathan He's not old blues guy. He's not an old blues guy. No. No, you gotta wait for it though, wait. He's gonna give a damn. Son of a bitch. Matt knows me. He he called it when he was like, "You'll like it." You like it? Like, come on, that was that was pretty. You had your toe tapping there, didn't you? Yeah. Rod? Oh yeah, I like that stuff. It's good. Yeah. It's awesome. Janina knows me. I'm versatile with all my musical likes. Yes. Well, that's even not, that's not even the right word, but. Lately on the boat, you've been uh, throwing up some swing music on there, which I've I'm been a big, with. I'm a big electro swing guy. Rod really digs the electro swing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Danina sent me your uh, one of your YouTube playlists. She's like, hey, check this out. This is kind of what we're Rod's listening to for inspiration. Electro for the, swing? Yeah, yeah the, that right. one go-to playlist that we well, I've been use. getting right into Rod Stewart in the faces lately. That's my new... Yeah? Yeah. Are we podcasting? We're, yeah, podcasting. we're podcasting. Oh, hey, let's announce our podcast. Hi, everybody. Hey, hello. This, <laughs> this is Always in Pursuit number 12, The Whirlwind. The Whirlwind. What's Why is it The Whirlwind? Why, why is it The Whirlwind? <laughs> because we are in... Are you in DepthCon 5 right now? Uh, I, I was going to say we're in the Eye of the Storm, but that's not actually accurate because isn't the Eye of the Storm calm? No. What? Maybe. I don't know. I think it is. I think the Eye of the Storm is like... like right in the center? Is right in the center. We're like, we're swirling well, around that shit right now. Well, then we should just calm down. We're in the eye. We're good. I'm trying. <laughs> just let everything yeah. swirl around you. Yep. Yep. It's good. We're not going to sit here on this podcast and tell everybody to stop ordering tackle. So we're stuck. No, in the, please. We're stuck in the whirlwind. Keep it coming. But if you're waiting for an order, please be patient. Just, yeah. I, I got it. I'm on it. <laughs> good, good. Thing, good thing pink salmons are coming to an end because we just have another giant batch of leadheads almost here on order. So yeah. Oh. Yeah, currently we're sold out of the... Pink jig kits. Well, three eighths. We have lots of half ounce jigs. But the, the kit, I mean, like the whole kit, you can't buy. Yeah, the you can't buy the kit. No, yeah. you can't. But that doesn't mean you kit. can't get other tackle for pink salmon. Oh yeah. Well, right now I've actually because we've switched off of the shallower areas of the river, we're fishing some deeper holes where there's tons of pink stacked up. We're using the half ounce now. Yeah. Pretty much. Get them down deep. In fact, I had a little run from guides the other day at the river where we started fishing this deeper water, and all my friends were texting me, "Where are you getting pinks?" And I told them where, and they're like. Okay, and then the next day they text me, I need some of those half-ounce jigs. <laughs> you know, we and need I was to... the only one who had them. Yeah. I'm there slaying with my clients. We really need to get better at predicting this shit because every it's year so this hard, happens. Though. It's so hard, I know. I need to... up, though, right? What's no, that? because we did. I totally, you know, I totally amped up the production this year. Yeah. Oh we, yeah. So it wasn't like we we every also, year we increase it. Yeah. So it wasn't we, like we amped we, up marketing too. Yeah, I didn't just <laughs> amp up the, the sales and marketing. I amped up the production. You just you learn. Like, what I'm thinking though is that we need to like guide our customers. Um, number one, our tackle store customers to get them like set up with their stock early. for the whole season, so Buy that I'm not early. like doing tackle order deliveries <laughs> every single day. Yes, <laughs> well, we should do a 
instead you know we have like a twitching jig kit a pink salmon kit we should just have a everything fraser for fraser valley super kit there yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole season yeah. kit. There you go. Here's a name for it. We'll call it like, I don't know. The whirlwind. The whirlwind. <laughs> yeah. Everything we need from you the need shit. from September to November. There you go. The shit. So speaking the of, shit. so whirlwind, <laughs> you're you're fishing right now for pinks. Yeah. For chinook. Chinooks. For sturgeon. Mm. First, okay, that takes me to my first story of the. Yeah, let's let's talk about some client. Oh, we're, no, no, we're no, 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 no. I got another story I got to tell first. By the so, way, okay. no name dropping. No, no names. Well, I'm, names. I'm dropping this name because this is one of my best clients in the world. This name is Bob. Oh, yeah. Bob Quigley. And Bob Quigley likes to catch big Chinooks. And so he had a friend coming from Chicago and said, you know, called me up, said, hey, can you get me in? I said, yeah, I got September 20th. It's like the only day I got. Yeah. He says, okay, I'll you take it. You make it work. He goes, it's a little early for Chinooks. I said, yeah, it's a little early. We're going to kind of be in that. Reds are ending, whites are starting, that sometimes there's a little bit of a lull. So I said, but you know, whatever, give it a try. So we show up, Bob shows up, loves Chinook. Quit banging the table, Rod. Loves Chinooks, he loves Chinook fishing. So we go and he's telling his friend on the way down there, we didn't go far from the boat launch, over to a bar, whipped out the spinning glows and he's telling his friend, oh yeah, yeah, we're, you know, we might get one or two of these because it's kind of not the right time of year, but these big Chinooks are so big and blah, 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 blah. Bam! The rod's going. Man, the rod's just like, like you know, a lot of times with Chinooks you get that bite and it's kind of hop, 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 hop. Yeah. This rod is like folded. Lines coming, ripping off it. I go running over there, set the hook, and Bob's like, I'm like, somebody take this thing. I get this a lot. <laughs> somebody take it, and they're both fighting. Like, you take it, no, you take it, no, you take it. I'm like, somebody take the damn rod. <laughs> so so the, the new guy, uh, Chuck's his name, Chuck Paul from Chicago. He grabs the rod. Oh, Chuck. And he's like, oh, wow, this thing's really fighting hard. And I'm thinking, oh, that's probably a pretty good one, right? Not bad. And are we fighting it, fighting it? This fight's really going on. It's taking a lot of line. I got to check the drag. Drag's good. He's fighting it really good. And then I get my first look at the goddamn thing. And it's like, uh-oh, this thing's freaking giant. Should I get off anchor? Should I stay on anchor? So I decide this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. So I'm going to stay on anchor in the spot. So we fight it for another 10 minutes, get it in, bang, in the net. And once I netted, like, it was hard to fit it in my net. I got it in my net, and it was like the most impossible fish I've ever pulled over the side of a boat before. It was just like, going crazy yeah. in my net. My net's like feeling it's going to like break the net. Yeah. Like it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> we're like, holy shit. And they actually had to help me grab the net and like haul it up. Boom. And now there's this... I look and before I know it, there's this enormous bloody shit. Did you measure it from? I didn't measure the fish, but I weighed it on my scale. It was 46 pounds. Wow. That, okay, so later that evening, Rod had it at home and I saw it and like, you know, oh my God, that thing was enormous. I haven't seen a Chinook that big in years. Yeah, I've only caught And a I see a lot there. of fish come through here. Caught a few 50s and a, a 265. That was a doozy. Wow. The size of the head on that thing, when Rod was um, traveling with its carcass after he had filleted it, it looked like it looked like a big dead animal he was carrying. The thing was huge. Yeah. The, head was, the head was bigger, as big or bigger than a human head, for sure. That's crazy. And they have really big heads, those Harrison fish. Like, their head is big. The big males. Petey, stop moving around. Head. Stay put. So, so anyhow, so yeah, so we just, ca- So, because so you might get someone, like, barking at you about a Harrison fish. You got this on the Fraser, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, caught on the Fraser. people be all pissed. When I say, hey, just, it's a Harrison Chinook. You, anytime you get a 46-pound marble-colored, this one was marble, not white, but anytime you get those fish, they're Harrison fish. Yeah. What does that mean? It means it's coming from the Harrison, or 
It's yeah, it's born. It's bo- it was born there. in the Harrison. It's going back there to spawn. Oh, okay. They're just a they're Gee. they're a, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden something licks my finger. The dog is sabot- yeah. sabotaging. They're us. a different looking creature. Those things you just can tell. You know you're not. Anyhow, so we netted that awesome fish. Get it in. They're so excited. We're getting pictures with it. And everything. Blah blah blah. Whip back out and like I don't know. Two minutes later, maybe three minutes after I throw back out, my rod goes. One of the rods just goes. As hard as a bite as I've ever seen, just wham and gone. And I'm like, oh, that broke that broke the leader for sure. That was the hardest hit I've ever seen. And it actually stripped two of my screws on my rod holder that are that screw my rod holder into the aluminum of my boat. It hit so hard it actually pulled those two bottom screws out, and I had to redo my rod holder. Wow. Like I had to re-screw it into another different spot on the boat that I already had. Yeah, because it was... It was stripped. It stripped the aluminum holes. Yeah, I was like, oh, I've never seen and that. what about the leader? Like, was No, it's fine. That was fine. Hook, everything's fine. He just grabbed it. Must have just not been a good positioning in the mouth. Came snapping free. But he just bit so hard. So anyhow, a few minutes later, wham, another one. Get one in. It's 36 pounds. And then so then we get that one, kill it, take our pictures, throw back out. And not long after that, actually... My buddy was anchored above me. I called him, told him, hey, man, blah, blah, talking, fishing about him, where we're getting him, outside, inside rod. He goes, yeah, I've got my two out of the inside rod, and I got mine on the outside, so I thought I hadn't really been throwing in too much, so I whipped one in, and then a few minutes later, wham, that one goes, and we got a 32-pounder, and we were limited out the boat on Chinooks. I was like, less than two hours gone, so worked out good. Bob was super stoked. He phoned me, he said, called me today and said that was the greatest fishing experience he ever had in his life. Wow. And that's a big deal because Bob travels the world yeah, fishing. He's, he's huge... been tuna fishing all over Mexico. He goes out with, so yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, compliment. that's a big compliment. Yeah. And then we actually went and caught some, a big, really big sturgeon after that too. So they well, must have been pumped. Yeah. If anybody deserves a, a fantastic oh, day on the water, it's Janina Bob. Janina knows I'm always, always want to try to so hard to catch, you know, the awesome fish for Bob because I know he's loves fishing. He still does, does a lot of it, right? Just one of those really good humans, you yeah. know? I like good yeah. humans. All right, yeah, so awesome. we've gone from good human. I want to hear about a bad human. Okay. I've been waiting for this story. Oh, have you not heard it? No, you wouldn't tell me. So I'm saving it for the podcast. Oh, dude, don't say the name. I nope. hope I hope I do the story justice. So anyhow, I only, you know, I have, out of all my clients, I, I pretty much like every single person I guide. Like I do, like I really don't really have bad trips like i don't know well, why part of that part of that is we have gotten to you know we've been doing this a while yeah and um you know when when the emails come in we don't have an automatic booking form on our website like people have to actually interact with us yeah before they book a trip and in that process of conversating with the people um a lot of the bugs get worked out and we can figure out we we try and figure out who is a suitable client for us right yeah so that's a that's a big part of i think we're mellow too why we you guys are so laid back like okay so when you book trips in a laid back manner you tend to weed out people that are totally the people who want an ass if they're really urgent get rid of them yeah yeah they just they go somewhere else else. right and that works better somewhere else that has a guarantee (laughs) <laughs> yes. A so, limit guarantee. Yes. So anyways, we have fabulous clients for the most part. Carry yeah. on. But once in a blue moon, you get someone who's just a little bit psycho or a little bit off. So anyhow, this story is pretty good. So so I get a call from a guy, I guess it was what, two years ago? A couple of years ago. And he's uh, just a, one guy by himself, doesn't want to be teamed up with anybody, just wants to go sturgeon fishing. So yeah, no problem. 
So I go out and I meet the guy and we go out and he's an older fellow, probably has lots of money and he, he's not very happy. He's kind of <laughs> quiet and, and he gets in my boat and starts sort of telling me how it's going to go. He said, tells in, me in your boat. Yeah. So I don't, I, I'm the only one who's allowed to touch the rods. I don't. Like That's anybody. what he was saying to Rod. Like yeah, I don't like anybody know. touching my rods and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I told him, well, I, I don't let people cast my rods. You cannot allow to cast my rods. So he didn't say anything. So that's fine. We went out and I cast the rods out and we're sitting there. We're waiting for a sturgeon to bite. And he's like, okay, so we're going to name the rods. That's number one. And that's number two. (laughs) And if there's a bite on number one, you say there's number one's getting a bite. And if there's a bite on number two, then number two's getting a bite. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. So then we're sitting a lot, sitting away there. (laughs) And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And he looks at me, he goes, I. What, what do you mean? Oh, oh, what do you mean? Oh, is it number one or is it number two? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm uh, sorry. I, just, I saw the rod. There's only two of them right there. I just, you go for one, right? Figure it out, buddy. Right? Look at which one it I is. Forgot, I forgot. And I, I use the number one, number two, but sometimes it's, oh, oh. Yeah, you get shit. a little excited. Yeah. There he is or whatever. So yeah, for sure. Anyhow, you know, we go along and. So the fellow is not the most nimble guy. He's actually pretty slow and he doesn't want me to set the hook. So this day the fish are being pretty picky, right? They're not really committing hard to the bait. So you got to kind of be right but right there and get, so anyhow, this goes on. And you know, the, there's a bite, not, the number one's got a bite. Gets over there, misses it. You know, I'm thinking, oh, I just want to set the hook on one of these people. No, no, I'll touch the rods. So anyhow, so then the, number two starts going. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I told you number two, not oh, oh. It's not called oh, oh. It's called number two. And I'm now sitting here going, whoa. <laughs> this Holy is moly. Fun. Oh, dude, and you're stuck on a boat with this guy. Oh. So I, I'm getting barked around my boat, and I'm trying to make jokes. I'm trying to tell stories. Nothing's really going over. Yeah. So then we start talking about fishing, and he's telling me, yeah, I've been out with this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy. And now I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> why are you with me then? Yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, why don't, what what's happened? happened to this guy? And these are all all these guys, these, are, these local guys, these names are all great guys. I know them all. Yeah. I'm like, some of them are so friendly and stuff. I'm like, yeah, oh, why? This is, uh... this is weird. And he's not telling me any stories why he doesn't go with them. Just da-da-da. So... Anyhow, that trip, got, we got through that trip. He caught a couple sturgeon, probably went like two for 15 on bites. Yeah. And uh, so we book, an, then he calls me back and a couple months later, but to book another trip. Okay. Give this a go again. So we go out. <laughs> Deep sigh. <laughs> same thing. Same thing again. Same sort of trip happened. You know, the old number one, number two, me with the uh-oh and the yeah. <laughs> now I'm in trouble and. You know, so anyhow, it wasn't that bad. So we got. But he must know, like you a little bit. He's gone out with you twice. Then. Yeah, he must. Or I put up with him. I don't know. But yeah. But I mean, I'm pretty easygoing guy. So I made the second trip actually wasn't quite as bad because I didn't take it to heart. I didn't really get it, let it affect me. It was like, oh yeah. Rod's pretty good at letting stuff roll and, off. And lack, in fact, to tell you the honest truth, I did do the uh oh, uh oh, and that on purpose after a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much, too much fun. It was fun. Get around. It was kind of fun. So anyhow, so this year we get a call. It's this guy. He's like, hey, yeah, hey. And he got me on the phone. He's like, hey, Ryder. And I look at my calendar. I'm not booked. I'm like, oh, I'm booked that day. <laughs> what about this date? I'm booked that day too. But I got a, a really great guy. I could just give you his number. And you could just call him up. And then, so it's a friend of mine. He's just sort of started out on his own. He's been a guide for a long time. But I figured, oh, I'll just give him, you know, he'll, he's an easygoing guy too. He'll have no problem, make some money. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So anyhow, one day there last couple of weeks ago, I'm sitting there and he phoned that my guide friend who I'd given this client to phones me. And now he's been out on three separate trips with the guy. Wow. And so he starts telling me the story. He goes, okay. So he says, the first trip we get out there, you know, he tells, the first trip wasn't wasn't so bad. You know, he told me I'm not allowed to touch the rods and stuff. And so I didn't touch the rods and everything kind of went. We caught a couple of fish. He missed a million of them, but we got a couple, right? It was pretty good fishing. So then he rebooked with me for two more days. And he says, so the first day starts at the two day trip and we're out there. And, uh, so he's missing hooks. That's like crazy. And, uh, so anyhow, he, we hook one. We finally hook one. He's got this fish on, and I look at him, and I and and I reach in to uh, turn the clicker on so I can hear. And he says, "Don't touch the rod! Don't touch the rod when I'm fighting the fish." He says, "Well, can you turn the clicker on?" No, I don't want the clicker on. He says, "I have to have the clicker on because I need to know if the fish is running because it's a big one, and I don't know if it's like taking all the line or not." Right. Helps me drive the boat while you're fighting it. For sure. So the guy's like, "Oh no, no, I don't like the clicker." So they. Well, I like the clicker. I need the clicker on. I need to know what's going yeah. on in. Let me right? help you and out. So, so he reaches in and touches the clicker, and the guy's like, "Ah, don't touch the line!" And then he's like turning the clicker off, and so he won't keep the clicker on. And then, so they're still fighting the fish. They're arguing about the clicker. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this my friend, the guide, looks, and the reel is the reel seats come loose, and yeah. it's and what happens is this happens quite a bit. And so your reel seat comes loose. I tape mine with with tape. Yeah. But. If you don't do that, the reel and it can actually fall off, drop in the river. Right. I mean, the reel's gone. Yeah. You're done. You yeah. might get it back if it just turns into a madness. So he's like, "Oh my God, my, rod, my reel's coming off! My reel's coming off! Tighten up the thing!" And the guy's like, "Ah, nah, he's not listening." So my buddy goes, reaches in and goes to tighten up the thing. And the guy's like, "Don't touch that!" He's like, "Why?" Listen, he goes, "That's my reel. It's worth five hundred bucks. I ordered him from the states. Yeah. I can't get replacements locally. I'm not losing my reel." I'm tightening that up like it's gonna fall off. You don't understand. The guy's like, oh, "Don't touch it! I, don't touch it!" So he, so he, he now he's tightened it up. The guy's fighting the fish. He goes back to driving the boat. He looks over, and the guy's undoing the reel seat. What? And then tightening it back up. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Wow, I want to do it myself." So I undid it and tightened it back up so that I did it. <laughs> and he's like, "What?" <laughs> That's what? toddler behavior, yeah. like, <laughs> right? I do it. <laughs> I like, do he's it. Like, what the f? Like what the <laughs> totally fuck, man? That's my gear. Like yeah. just and he, and he didn't tighten it all the way back up. It's still wobbling. He's like, if you're gonna tighten it up, tighten it up. It's tight. And he's like, so now Johnny's like, oh, doesn't matter. No, it's fine. So my buddy goes back in there, tightens it up. Like I'm tightening it up. It's my real damn damn it. And so anyhow, now now it's uh, so he tightens it back up. It's it's good. They get the sturgeon. They land it. Yay! They got a sturgeon. So now now it's like the silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting in silence. Yeah. After you just had. Oh it. yeah. So that goes on. So there was another. I think that I think that might have been. Day, I think that was day one, and then day two. I think was another day of just like not good. Yeah. So you know he's like, oh dude, that was. I just barely made it through that two days. Now I'm thinking, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> so anyhow, so he's back at the boat launch after that day, and he's sitting there. And during his trip, this guy had said, "I've been my favorite." He kept saying, "My favorite two guides are this guy and this guy." And my buddy's thinking, well, "Why aren't you out with them?" And he's just hamming it up on how great these other two guides were. Yeah, like almost like you're in. He's insulting you, right? For sure. And these other two guys are. Oh, ah, ah. 
So he's saying, you know, go to hell. Like, what do you, you know, you're with me. Like, you're... yeah. <laughs> and so anyhow, so at the end of the day, he's back at the boat launch, my buddy, the guide, he's at back at the boat launch and he sees one of the guys that the guy was saying is the greatest guide he ever had guy. So he says to him, hey, blah, blah, blah. Do you ever, do you ever meet a client named so-and-so? And the guy's like, Oh my God. <laughs> if that guy never calls me again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> he goes, Well, what happened? He goes, Oh, he came out of my boat. He told me not to touch anything. I'll cast, I'll bait the hook, I'll do everything. You just drive the boat. So they drove around for two days and didn't talk. Well, the one, well, the guy cleaned his boat and polished his windows <laughs> and worked on his tackle and got just yeah. did his own thing for yeah, two let days. Let the guy just go. Yeah, yeah and let the guy. But just apparently, go. if that was one of the, the his favorites, that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He just wants it. He him wants the a chauffeur. And yeah, yeah. Like, leave just, him alone and let him sabotage your gear. <laughs> oh. I just want to tighten up your real seats. Yeah, like I, I don't have that, and the stuff never happens oh. to me. But that story was too awesome. <laughs> So not, we don't know. I, I don't think my buddies will probably be passing them to the next person. So <laughs> not after all, that. All you young guides out there, be ready. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's coming. <laughs> uh, uh, and just oh. moral of the story for clients, if you're an asshole, you will be blackballed. Well, actually, yeah. apparently you won't be blackballed. We'll just pass you on to somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs> oh, man. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's so few of them, though. I would like to add a little little thing into that story. At one point, Rod actually had a moment where he was like, oh, so-and-so phoned me. And I was like, Rod, don't even think no, about it. No, and he was like, no, no. he's like, oh, well, like, no, what's the matter with you? <laughs> challenge. Trying, it's a challenge. <laughs> well, now you know. You could just not do it. Well, that, 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 that person's behavior, that guy, the client's behavior, that's more to it than that. There's a, a, there's got to be like obsessive compulsive disorder oh, or totally. something's going on there. Yeah. Something, control issue or something because mm-hmm. like like I don't care you go fishing with me. If there, if I'm out Chinook fishing with you on my boat and the rod goes, the first guy standing there grab the bloody rod and set the hook. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, Hand it to me. A, I don't you yeah. t- find ego it. thing maybe. I don't know. But out of all the clients that you've had that, that's like, like I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, never had like, that. That's pretty good that you've only uh, had one guy like it's that. S- well, so rare. Well, Bob and them the other day when my good friend Bob Quigley, he's like, just let Rod set the hook. Yeah, like, like <laughs> he's a like, guy that's let, gone, done a ton of fishing. And yeah, he's like, just, no, let, just, just let Rod get it. He's fast. And if you've seen there. Rod set the hook on a sturgeon, you know why you want to let Rod set the hook on a sturgeon. Because <laughs> if he misses and you're standing close by... Well, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing. Move the hell out of the way. One thing, if you let someone really competent at hook setting set the hook, you're not going to lose them on jumps and stuff. Like, especially when they're jumping a lot. Yeah. You're going to lose fish. If you're not if you're not putting that hook deep, yeah. right to the bend, then it's it can come out yeah, real for easy. sure. So I see that a lot when people set their own hooks. If they don't care, they don't care. Yeah. But if you but don't don't come out on a trip and say oh, we want to set hooks and then go well shit we only went three for twelve today. Yeah, we didn't do very well. Yeah, well that's there's a reason you did why. Well. You yeah. did well. You yeah. shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, it, shit it really good. I mean, I learned that on the ocean. I've been fishing for years, caught tons of steelhead. I went out with an ocean guide, Bruce, the late Bruce Nagata out of Campbell River, and. You know, he told me, he said, don't set the hook. You're going to be so tempted to set the hook because you river fish. Yeah. You're going to want to set the hook. Just like when your float goes down, you set the hook. He says, don't set the hook. He says, 
you wait there rear fishing live herring yeah like 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 uh, we come motor mooching live herring okay so we're drifting in like a riptide with the motor on and like he says you just wait wait your rod's like <clears throat> you're just sitting there you're just sitting there wait wait you just want to grab it and then when the thing buries you reel 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 until you tightens right up and then just go Pow! and you got him right well i totally different i must have shit the bed three four times before i got it i was like the rod's going i set the hook like that's what you do right yeah pulled it right out of their mouth every time yeah so he listened Crazy. to the guy but i listened yeah. to him i wasn't like oh just do it my way you were just I you love couldn't losing stop fish. it <laughs> i just couldn't help myself like, moral of the story yeah. listen to the guy <laughs> yeah for sure you got questions me yeah you said you had questions no uh, you answered two of them already oh, okay so um, but Janina, you there's probably something you're wanting itching to uh, let everyone know that we have out there now. Oh my gosh, she's so excited about it. It's so good. It's <laughs> I have actually, I think I've kind of like overstimulated myself with it. I have watched that video so many times. I've watched it at least twelve times. I don't know yeah. how many. I've showed it to a bunch of people, so it's yeah, it's going around. You know, it I. I don't even know what to say about it because I've kind of like blah, I've barfed all my emotions. Okay, so what what did we call it? Pinup Girls Gone Wild? Yes. So it, it's, we didn't name it that just to be like, you know, it's a, it's Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. yeah, sort of. But it's, you know, wild sturgeon. fish. And, yeah, wild sturgeon. And pinup girls are typically a little bit more, wild. you know. But, well, no, they're typically a little bit more uh, pretty and and, you know, like made up and in a photo studio or you know at a car show doing things a little yeah, bit daintier. Yeah, they came out in the rain on the one morning. I know. I was amazed at Girls how many, hardcore, man. how you caught a lot of posing. Like I don't know that they were actually trying to, but like there was like there was a did few you times go, they did were. Did you go through that thing looking for like, like Oh yeah. all these little like Oh yeah, they were like I had posing. so much footage and just I they, uh, you want them to look like pinup girls in the video, right? Not yeah. girls. The, just it happens out pretty naturally. I love how um, it, if you look at any, I have a ton of these on my on my iPad, the selfies where um, when when pinup girls take pictures together, they're like puppies. Like everybody turns their head this way, and then everybody turns their head this way, and then everybody, leg out. <laughs> like and you yeah. don't have to coach that; they just yeah. automatically all do. They're the, used to it now. Yeah, it was amazing yeah. in the video. Like there were some three girls beside each other shots in the sun. All, there. all three girls are like. Yeah, like doing some like you know what I mean. Like it was like, whoa! Like how do you time that? Like you would, you would never that get, shit comes you would never naturally. Three men to make any face like together. And I love like that one day we were out and the uh, the Rocky Mountaineer train came by. Yeah. And they're like going really slow, and the Aww. girls are out at the back of the boat. They're all waving, and the, everyone on the on the trains all excited and waving back. And yeah, that was pretty fun. Most pinup girls, if you know, like we go out on the town and you know people stare or whatever we you don't get the the typical girl out on the town attitude of like oh what's he staring at we're like hi yeah. <laughs> what's <Yeah>. up yeah. <laughs> and they were tough they were tough girls yep oh yeah i thought we were gonna lose a girl over <laughs> over the boat <laughs> yeah no the that strategic um impulsive straddling uh one pinup girl on pinup girl <laughs> <laughs> was pretty laughing. damn good. That happened so generically. It was hilarious. I love. just did it. You mean yeah, organically? Like, I think generically. Yeah, it wasn't very. <laughs> no, Rodism in the night. <laughs> when Rod says my generic, pe- my peeps will organic. understand. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, and Rod so even got good. a little uh, Instagram video clip of that that's on our Facebook page too. 
Yeah. What's that? The uh, pinup girl on pinup. Yeah, girl. I, I did a little phone one earlier in the day. Oh yeah, I saw that one. I know, I saw that. Like, they, that's it pretty was impressive. My two little <coughs> clips I did on my phone. The yeah. whole well time. The whole video, the build up for it, and everything. I just. I have if I don't care if anybody in else has enjoyed this, it has been fully satisfying for me. <laughs> well, it was your idea, right? You guys both came up with it, and the pinup girl thing is that's yours. Oh, we that's got your more passion. Coming. Yeah, we got the catalog or the catalog, the calendar, calendar coming. I got an email about requesting the wondering when the calendar is coming today, <laughs> and yeah, I'm currently so booking our to, next round yeah. of girls, and yeah, yeah, cool. Things are rolling. In September, our uh, jig of the month. Have we oh, talked about her? Oh no, we haven't. And okay. this one, this one is. Um, well, I I it's love all the girls. It's October, isn't it? October's coming up. Are you? Oh talk about wait, it? what are we talking about? We're talking about Which September. One? Okay. Oh, have we not talked about this? I we now? probably did in August. So let's talk about October because okay. That's what well, you're hold on. We'll do right we'll do a a recap. September's. Um, jig of the month was the pinup doll, mm-hmm. and um, the model was Frenchie. Right. And oh, that's a really good looking one. <clears throat> well, they're all really good looking. No, no, I don't mean, you mean like, the you mean the label. I know you like yeah, the colors, just the colors and stuff. Like right. Yeah. yeah, lots of blue. Yeah, I, I, it's I, nice. I've always liked that color combo: black, blue, and pink. Yeah. Something about that color combo. I get, I don't the know. fish seem to like it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's got all those amazing colors work by themselves. Like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and you add them all together, it can't take charge. And I was talking to someone about this the other day because they were asking about our jig of the month and stuff. And I said, told them, well, no, it's not like we're just trying to throw out a pinup girl every month. Every jig for each month is like it's designated for the type of fishing that you would do that month. Like it's not like we're just throwing anything out. And they're like, really? I didn't know that. So some people they're, they're just so well, focused on the pinup girl. Yeah, they don't. They're missing the jig. Well, and you know, one of the things that we've we've uh, skipped doing lately because it's a whirlwind um, <laughs> is we haven't been putting out a write up with each jig yeah. to clarify to everybody, you know, what? what what this jig is and what you know what it's all about. I think we've only missed one, so oh, okay. maybe two. Yeah. Okay, October then. <clears throat> yeah. October. Okay, I'm excited about October for two reasons. One, because of course I I love Rianaconda. And two, because it's kind of mildly costumey, which I I love any kind of costume. So it's um the dog pounder. The dog pounder. And <laughs> you're gonna have to use your imagination to Well next week they'll be able to see it. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'll do the I'll do the talk about what it is. It's the dog pounder. It's the secret jig I used for years, that was not really that big a deal. It's a lot of the color combo that everyone uses for chums, Charisse and purple. Yeah, but but that, you weren't selling it at all. No, I was hucking that big fluffy tail and that crinkle mirror flash tail, and I was keeping that quite <laughs> low pro me. on the river. Yeah, and people were sitting there watching my boat just absolutely m- massacring the chums every cast. Yeah, and everybody's using purple and pink jigs and not getting them like we were and that tail was the kill so then i finally released it last year and yeah it's the dog pounder it's the jig most the days jig. nine out of ten days that's the jig oh yeah yeah i'm telling you i'll put it up against oh i've any. been i've been out with you guys can bring their creation oh i made this one up it's called the puppy pounder <laughs> in fact there's other a pe- client one of our clients named that jig right yes yeah we had a little we contest, contest. yeah fab Corella? I don't remember. I can't remember. Oh, oh, darn it. My, my, I'm. No, I don't think it was Fab. 
God darn. We had a lot of, we had we quite had, a few good suggestions. Within like 30 minutes of me posting that last year as a contest, we had like, I think 50 different, like there's a yeah, it went that fast. jumped on it. it yeah, yeah, you're right. They're like free Ben Rods jigs. I'll jump in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people like free stuff. So the chums are here already. Yeah? Yeah, there's chums. I'm going to be bringing the chum rods tomorrow. Nice. Wow. They just arrived out of the blue. Wow. That yeah. seems early. Well, my no? buddies were out twitching jigs for pinks the other day and hooking chums, which is not fun when you're getting them on a pink, <laughs> on a pink rod. <laughs> no. Wow. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I watched a guy, the guy the other day. There's some new guide. I don't know who he was. He was down at the mouth of the vetter fishing pinks, and his client hooked a sturgeon. Oh. And they fought that oh. thing and tried to land it. Wow. On a pink rod. That's crazy. They kept fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. And I'm like, just break it off. Yeah. Why don't you just break it off? Yeah. Trying to land. What are you going to do? Net the freaking thing? Like, come on. Yeah. There's no, you know, if you if you stab a sturgeon in the back, bringing that thing in is not. No. You know. You're not doing I think, any favors. I know, but I think that sometimes people just don't know, right? Yeah, but the guide should have known. Yeah. Oh, it was with a guide. Yeah. yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. If it's just a regular <coughs> angler, then yeah, maybe chalk it up to ignorance. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, like you didn't bite. Mm. I'm pretty much guaranteeing you didn't twitch jigger. Um, you ignored my <laughs> question. Is it kind of early for chum right now? No, not really. Oh. Like, I, I was sitting there. I thought you, like, your I chum fo- is... I got a phone call this morning from my buddy who does trips for me, and he's like, so what am I doing tomorrow? I said, I don't know. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm guiding for you. I said, no, your trip's not to the 25th. He goes, um... You might want to check your calendar. <laughs> like, what? Tomorrow's not 25th, it's like the 20th, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit, no, it's the 25th tomorrow. Oh my God. Oh. And panic set in. I couldn't even believe it. It's like, yeah, where, where did the last time five go? Yeah. Where did September go? It's gone whirlwind. already. Uh, October, pretty much. The whirlwind. So yeah, it, it's a real... <laughs> so this is transition time right now in the local rivers. It's like the pinks are petering out really fast. And before you even know it, like there, there's these fish are already here. I know for most people are gonna be like, oh, I've already catching those, you know. But for us out in our boats on the river, we're not yet getting into the coho big time. But the chinook fishing's been good. But like, yeah, it's the coho and the chums will be here. By you know, by the time when people listen to this podcast, probably the year be they'd be yeah, everywhere. They're here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, the brown, the brown and blacks are coming. Oh, the caterpillars. The caterpillars. I, I, so I saw one. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, on the canal. And uh, now, ever since Rod told me about that, I'm like, oh. Yeah, keep your eyes out for the Actually, brown and black I caterpillars. Actually, I saw one somewhere too. That means coho. Yeah. I always know that's when I see the brown and black caterpillars. Old timer told you that? Co- coho fishing. Well, a guy I used to know and fish with Yeah. told me that one, and it's pretty damn true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, I saw it. Uh, we were fly fishing in the canal last week and walking back out and right I, in the path. I know in the better they're getting coho already, but those ones there, the early ones, you don't really get them. <laughs> For us guides, we don't. It's hard to get them because they race like they're, they're racing, bolting fish. up the river, bolting fish. Right. Yeah, but the guys who fish the river proper do get them. So, oh, I'm fading here, guys. Anybody um, want to join me in a flat beer? I will pass on the flat beer. You're well. You're not drinking at all. No, I am. Oh, you are now. Yeah. Like, and I was drinking before. Just I cut way back. That's all. Oh, so you just chose not to drink with us? Yeah, nice. yeah. and a bunch of other people too. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know. We but hockey season That's fine. Yeah, we know where we stand. 
It's all good. season started now, so now I can get back into it. All right, because I was actually thinking this today. I was thinking, you know, originally you, when we you started... You don't really make it attractive when you say you want to join me with a flat beer. Well, I was actually kind of being sarcastic because I sort of assumed that you guys didn't want to drink a beer anyways, and I'm not that picky, so I'll drink the flat one. <laughs> but I was thinking today, you know, it used to be so exciting when we started podcasting. We'd go out and look for something new to drink, something fun, and now I'm like... Yeah, I'll drink flat beer. All right. That'll next do. time, I will bring the beer. Yay. I will bring Yay. the beer. Yay. And good beer. Not flat beer. And not uh, stout. Not stout, no. Thank you. No, I know you guys like the the last time I brought beer, you liked it. Didn't you bring like a flavory one or something? What did you bring? Uh, I think it was a couple summer ales. They're light, light beers like Corona. Wasn't that the G Island stuff? I don't know. I can't remember. <clears throat> yeah, I brought uh, some... Yeah, some summer Granville Island stuff. Cool. Yeah. Rod, do you want a flat beer? They're not like... I should yeah, cl- give me a flat beer. I should clarify. They're not like flat because they're gross my, and my old or anything. My coffee flat The coffee's ended. We, uh, um, our friend made these at a local, you know, make your own beer kind of thing. And apparently they missed the, the part that makes it foamy, so carbonation oh that's kind of but key. it's cold and it will sure i'll tee me up get you guys drink, so. thing. <laughs> hold on i'll go fetch you a flat beer all right so what else we got going on um october is october is booked i'm doing pretty much all coho trips myself i got some guys doing sturgeon trips um i still got there's still people that you know if you're looking to book a trip i can still get you in in october yeah you would not be going out with me but i you know i got a couple good guys doing trips for me they can take you out yeah they'll be doing some jig twitching and coal fishing and whatever you want to do some chinook some sturgeon and then november i do have openings for it for myself so in november we still have awesome coho fishing for like the first three weeks of november it's solid coho yeah. fishing and, and then chums. Uh, and chums is super good the chums are starting to get chrome in november so you can go out in the day you can spend the morning get some nice cohos then go and catch some nice chums and you can go home with a pretty good cooler of fish yeah and in november the water's colder than that so those fish have really their quality of meat is really good right you know they're not baking in the yeah warmer they're, they're freezer. in like the chums in october with the water a little bit warmer water tend to color up really fast and they lose quality right but in november they come in they're silver yeah, the colder the water, the silverer they are, and yeah, we got some nice ones coming. And sturgeon fishing still good, so yeah, November. There you go. And what else is happening? We got the uh, dog pounder jig coming out. There's going to be what else? Twitching jigs. Um, twitching. Yes. I'm going to talk about twitching jigs. Oh, can I rewind? I'm sorry, I'm just kind of jumping, and I lost track of where you guys were at, but. Something I wanted to mention before I forget is you had pointed out there's a lot of big fish in general this year, not just Chinook, but sturgeon too. You said you've been catching lots of big ones, eh? Yeah, well, sturgeon. <coughs> sturgeon especially. Like, it's been a really good year for big sturgeon. This is probably the best, this is probably the best fishing I've seen in probably eight years. That's wow. Awesome. Just for everybody. Like, just seeing all, all my friends are out there guiding. I see everybody floating fish. Driving by, you're seeing guys with sturgeon on all the way up river. Oh, that's exciting. Like you're exciting. driving up river at the end of the day and it's like, dude's floating one. Oh, they got one on. Oh, they got one. Chinook fishing too. That's been really good. You, you see a lot of people fighting Chinooks. One, one of the guides there, I was going down in the morning. This is early, early August when that first opening happened. I was driving down river and in the morning he was fighting a Chinook on a, on a spot on a bar, anchored in the boat. And then on the way up at the end of the day, I drove by him again. He was fighting another Chinook. So cool. I don't know. He might have only caught two that day, but <laughs> when I was going, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I was good luck or something. I don't know. Yeah. 
But yeah, Sturgeon's been awesome. I've seen that, you know, you're seeing pictures online and that all these guys getting lots of nine footers and some guys have a broken tape measure and they got a whole bunch of 10 footers. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Good fishing right now. Yeah, it's really good. Sorry. Okay. So twitching jigs. Twitching jigs. Okay. So everybody now, now you're schooled. If you've gone out, you've twitched the rubber jigs for the rubber curly tail jigs for, for pinks. Now you've kind of got the whole concept. Really good time to leave the other gear at home, bring out the j- the jigs, and go twitching for coho. Because I think Pete, you'll be absolutely amazed. So you're once. talking like three eighth ounce jigs? All whatever, whatever the water calls for. If it's really shallow, spooky type water, you want to go to a quarter ounce jig and be finesse with it. Typically, three eighths should work for most situations. If the fish are in 10, 12, 14 feet of water, maybe hung up on a rock wall whatever then you want to put the half ounce on so it's good to have all of them you know it's good to have a good mix of jigs our twitching jigs are three eighth ounce we sell them three eighths because they're the best all-around jig you can they will work in every situation you just have to twitch them a little bit differently like if it's deep let it sink do it a little bit slower if it's shallow you have to move a bit a bit quicker just to stay off bottom but yeah we saw our kits three eighth ounce pretty much in there you've got every color you'll need for all conditions and I mean, you grab that kit, head out, and you're gonna catch coho guaranteed. Oh yeah, it yeah. works. <laughs> it works. Like it really, really works. So that was yeah. that was really detailed, hun. It works. It really, really works. Well, they got. But, I got but the, you know what? I, I feel it, your pain. How do, how, do, how do I teach people to twitch jigs on on an audio podcast? On an audio podcast. <laughs> like, so oh, you right. just left, drop your rod, <laughs> tip, throw, and the rest. Okay. Did you watch that video that I sent you today? The uh, Boston guy that found oh, the sunfish. My good lord! <laughs> Have you seen it? No. <laughs> okay. It's you didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I. What's there to like about it? That guy's a bonehead. The you, a sunfish is like it's a, a really ba- ugly. It's a baby whale. <laughs> it's a it's a baby whale. <laughs> wheel. He says wheel. Holy fuck, man! That looks like a baby whale. It's a sunfish, so it's like a flat they fish. They suntan on the surface of the water. Yeah. And they they swim really weird, and they look pretty screwed up. Well, no, they swim on their side when they're on the surface because they're, yeah. they take their sunfish. They're, they like to lay in the sun. It kind of so. looks like a halibut, too, like the way their mouth and everything is. Well, so. I have to say... I Not a baby whale. Not that I'm not, <laughs> no. you know, I, I kind of figured that when you told me the name, yeah. I sort of oh, assumed sure. that it would be a flat fish. It's you a know. weird, it's Anyways, a round fish. On. Yeah. This guy just loses his shit over it. Like he's just so confused about what it is, and like, and then oh, he's like, let's, "Let's let's go back and get it. Let's go get. Let's go catch it. Come on, we get that thing. It probably tastes good. Let's go and kill it." Like, doesn't even know the regs. Like I'm just thinking. Oh. That's what I was thinking too. He's like, like a barbarian. You know, man. I don't like videos like that. I hate. Making... So they end up leaving it alone. Oh, hello. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay. We're so, so we're partway through a podcast, we're, and this no, is we're, we can wrap it up. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. So we were talking about clients and and the one nightmare client we had, but we're sitting in the kitchen podcasting in our house, and our current clients who are staying at our place come walking on into our kitchen to bring us food, <laughs> like to bring us prepared food. Thanks, man. That's awesome. <laughs> All cool. right. Okay. Yeah, we're, Where are we at? Okay. Thanks. They oh, also fed me beer earlier. Minutes. Oh, there you. Okay. They know. So they're my friends. They know. <laughs> that's that's a, a thing. A lot of our clients bring us food, 
and booze. There you go. You can't go wrong. Right? It's a good way to do it. These are good things in life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're 44 we're minutes in. We're, yeah. I think we can Dude, I am there. so tired. There you go. I am so tired. Oh, Quarter after 10. And... Yeah. Yeah. Whirlwind. Right. <clears throat> Whirlwind. I'm over it. <clears throat> All right. So this is going to be a uh, short and sweet podcast. Yeah. All right, everybody. Tight lines and bent rods.